Due to the mature content of this program, listener's discretion is advised. Thanks for tuning back into the Depth of Darkness, the podcast that dives deep into all things dark and wrong in this world. We're your hosts, I'm Mandy. And I'm retired Major Hugh Jess, coming at you in your face. As always. All right. We are following up our Halloween episode. Hope everybody had a good Halloween. I know I did. Yep. Today, we are obviously dedicated to all things creepy. So today, we wanted to follow up the Halloween episode with something more paranormal, and that is going to be hauntings, specifically in Illinois, because as you know, Hugh and myself both originate from Illinois, Chicago to be exact. So, all right. So to get started, uh, I came across this story uh, a few years ago, and I was fascinated by it. Actually, one of my friends told me about it, and I'd never heard of it before then. So I'm hoping some of you haven't heard of it either, because it's really, it's an interesting tale. So it's called The Haunting of the Stickney Mansion. I got this information from a website called hauntedplaces.org, and the article itself is titled George, George Stickney House. It's a huge house, so it's a mansion as well, hence the name Stickney Mansion. So I'm going to read it verbatim from this article on hauntedplaces.org. Because of George Stickney's belief in spiritualism, he designed his house with no 90-degree angles inside, so no spirits would be caught in the corners. The Stickneys had 10 children, but only three lived to adulthood, and they are said to have regularly conducted seances on the second floor to speak to their dead children. Ugh. Currently, the building currently the building houses the local police department, and many spooky events occur there. Tenants after the Stickneys and later police officers have noted apparitions, moving objects, electrical phenomena, doors opening by themselves, and much more. The Holcombville Cemetery, where the Stickney children are buried, lies nearby, and they are said to haunt the entire neighborhood, along with the spirit of a passenger killed in the crash of American Airlines Flight 191. So that's a brief uh, overview of basically the hauntings of Stickney Mansion. I'm going to give you a recount from what I had read years back. I apologize, I won't have that article for you, but take my word for it. Basically, the Stickney Mansion, George Stickney and his wife um, had bought the house and they were extremely spiritual. And they, the reason that he wanted the house to have no corners, basically, is because they had the belief that that was basically a gateway to the afterlife, to the other side. And spirits could enter into their dimension through the corners. And he was paranoid that demons could get through and just basically wreak havoc on him and his wife. And they actually believed that might have been the reason for the death of their children was all these crazy coincidences with the paranormal. So to try and better themselves, he wanted to make his house without any corners. And basically what happened was after the house was built, he found that one corner, one room in the entire house had an actual corner. It wasn't rounded off. It was an actual corner like you would see in anybody else's house. And it said that 
he was found slumped over in that corner dead with an extreme look of fear and shock on his face. So people theorize that maybe he was right. Maybe because it was the one corner in his house and he was he happened to be found dead in that exact corner with that look of fear on his face. They think that maybe maybe he was right. Maybe there was a demon that came through and killed him. And you know, it, it's hard to say. Other people speculate that because of the corner and he found it and he was so distraught, he ended up freaking out and having a heart attack, which that that's probably plausible. That's probably what happened. He was so overwhelmed and freaked out by the fact that there was a corner when he specifically didn't want one that, you know, he blew it out of proportion and ended up either having an aneurysm or a heart attack. So, yes. But it's said that ever since that occurrence that the house has been continuously haunted and as that article from hauntedplaces.org said, you know, even to this day it's occupied by police officers and they report seeing apparitions and just odd paranormal activity occurring in that house since then. So mm. that's the Stickney Mansion for y'all. It's a very interesting story and when I first heard it I was like, wow, I've never heard that story before, but that's actually a really cool one. So well, I'm like not a hellraiser. Yeah. The son of bites got him. Mm-hmm. Guy with the chattering teeth. I don't know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> just, just guessing. Uh, okay. Um, the next one is the Congress Plaza Hotel in Chicago. Uh, mm-hmm. and this place is supposed to be pretty spooky and haunted and uh, was built back in 1893 and has been dubbed the landmark of hospitality in Chicago. Ooh. It also holds the honor of being one of the most haunted places in Illinois. It has a long history with the paranormal and is said to be home to a classic poltergeist-style haunting. For almost all, for almost as long as the hotel has been open, guests and staff alike have reported strange noises coming from the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> when it Are they empty. sure it's paranormal? Oh, I mean, it's, oh, uh, okay. the ballroom. The ballroom. Yeah, something got stuck. The many hallways are also commonly the site of unexplained activity. Appliances all over the hotel are said to turn on and off of their own volition, and guests have claimed to see an apparition of the hotel's former owner, Mr. Mm. Al Capone. Nice. Or do you say Capone? (laughs) However, although arguably the most famous ghost to inhabit the hotel, Al Capone is not the one who most of the sightings relate to. In fact... Much more common report is from a guest who sees uh, a ghostly gloved hand sticking out of the wall. It has been dubbed the Hand of Mystery. Sounds like Michael cousin. Jackson. What does it sound like? What was it called? It was it? No, no, no. Uh, cousin thing. It. Thing, thing from the Adams family. Oh uh, yeah, uh, yeah, Evidently yeah, haunts his hotel. The story goes that a construction worker somehow managed to get trapped behind some drywall when the property was being built and ended up walled in. And there's some Edgar Allan Poe story similar to that too. Mm -hmm. Uh, The the hand is all that he has been able to free from his final resting place, and he is doomed to wave for all eternity in an attempt to get some help. Another commonly spotted ghost is one known as Peg Leg Johnny. He is said to be the spirit of a hobo who was murdered in the building several years ago. Damn. Well, that, right. that there is some explaining. And, uh, <laughs> and that came from hauntedrooms.com, by the way. Almost mm-hmm. verbatim, except for my sloppy retelling. Yeah, I kind of 
I kind of slewed away from the the verbatim as well with uh, Stickney Mansion. <laughs> you I bet. threw in a little. I threw in some uh, ad libs there as I was uh, reading it to you. Hope you enjoyed it. The Mandy pandering. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mandy right. meandering. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. So the next one, I'm sure a lot of people have heard of this. It's even been shown in movies. There's, I don't remember the movie. Hugh, maybe you know what it is. It's got Tom Hanks in it. It's the notorious Hotel Baker in St. Charles, Illinois. Ah. What, what movie was that in? I've I actually was... been there, by the way. I've been there. They used to help hold uh, proms for my old high school there. Ah. So, cool. Yeah. Cool. Right on the Fox River. Right yeah. on it. It's beautiful. If if anybody who's not from Illinois or from the Chicago, Chicagoland area, if you're ever in the area or find yourself in St. Charles, Illinois, first off, their downtown is beautiful. It's a beautiful little town, and it does have some of that Chicago feel to it, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but Hotel Baker, it's gorgeous. It's a gorgeous old building, and as Hugh mentioned, it's sitted right on top of Fox River. It's just, it's a beautiful spectacle. <laughs> Um, it's it's really a pretty building, and um, I myself have never gone inside of it. I've seen it, but I've never actually gone in. They have uh, you can eat in there too, and oh, yeah. one of my friends she raves about their coffee. So any of you coffee snobs out there, I love my coffee, but I'm not like a total, you know, snob about it. But she says it's great. They have really good black coffee apparently. So if you like your coffee black and not too bitter. It's the place to go. It's it's a winner winner. Um, I do. Oh yeah, but this is what we're going to be talking about next. Hotel Baker, as I mentioned, is located in St. Charles, Illinois, and I got my information also from hauntedrooms.com. So here is what the article has to say about the beautiful Hotel Baker. Hotel Baker is a charming hotel that has been in business since approximately 1926. The hotel is on the National Register of Historic Places and is also considered to be one of the most haunted places in Illinois. We knew that. Colonel Baker built the hotel on the site of an old mill and it was constructed with a working hydroelectric facility, a radio station, a rose garden, and a parking garage since the colonel had a dream of creating a luxurious hotel where guests could escape for some serious relaxation. That sounds spectacular. You bet. Yeah. Today, the hotel has much of the same ethos, ethos, whatever that word is. I've never used that in my vocabulary, so sorry for all you English majors. Yeah. The ethos. And many of the original pieces of furniture are still in place. That alone is awesome. 1926 furniture. I mean, come on. That's cool. It's like a work of art yeah. in itself. Probably doesn't uh, smell too good, though. Just it's probably it. a little bit stank. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, the, the furnishings are not the only things that have hung around. There are also plenty of ghosts as well. Ooh. The hauntings at Hotel Baker can perhaps be attributed to the fact that a former chambermaid committed suicide while working at the hotel by drowning herself in the nearby Fox River after being jilted at the altar. Now oh, that sucks. I didn't know that about, let alone the Fox River. You know. Some people will do anything to get out of work. Uh, well, she was left uh, empty-handed <laughs> at the altar. Apparently the guy didn't want to you yeah. know, commit to it. Her quarters would have originally been on the sixth floor, although that part of the hotel has now been converted into the penthouse suite. I want to pay big bucks to stay in some place where uh, a woman murdered herself. 
or nearby because she murdered herself by drowning herself. Something jumped out the window there, though. Oh, God. Can you just imagine yeah, waking up and fly. seeing? Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine waking up and just seeing her apparition just dive into the lake? Be like, ah! Oh. Yeah. <laughs> no! So, uh, however, those who have stayed in the penthouse have reported hearing disembodied voices within the suite and have even felt some unseen forces tugging on the bedding. Ugh. That sounds yeah. like uh, something straight out of the show The Haunting. And they're... Yeah. Uh, their uh, intro to the show they had like a comforter being ripped off this person's bed that's what it makes me think of Ugh, like classic series of movies paranormal uh, paranormal something. activity yes yeah those like are that. good i enjoy those movies those are good we may need to do those for some horror movie night because those are actually really well made the the fear mm. behind it is so much that you can't see what's causing you know, causing the movement or causing things to happen. You can't see it. So it leaves a lot to the imagination. But right. yeah, there you go, everybody. Hotel Baker. It's a great, great, notorious haunted building located in Illinois. If you, as I said, if you ever venture out this way, take a gander at it because it's, it's, a, it's a beauty. Yeah, it is one of the prettier ones. That's for sure. Yeah, for um, sure. You're bad. <laughs> now, my next one is an old favorite. And it, it, it is known as one of the most haunted places in Illinois. But I would venture to say, since it's been tagged the most haunted cemetery mm-hmm. in, the, in the United States, um, I would have to say that this place is pretty much the cream of the crap if you want to get that creepy, uh, you know, goosebump kind of feeling when you go into a place. Bachelor's Grove Cemetery. Yeah. Uh, and I'm going to be reading this from hauntedrooms.com as well. And uh, it's uh, in Chicago. It's a small abandoned burial ground, which has reputations for being one of the most haunted places in Illinois. It is certainly not a place for the faint of heart. Um, I've been meaning to go to this place for years. Me and Mandy will probably check that out when I get back into the old, uh, the old hometown. Yep. There are several different ghost stories that are linked to the desecrated cemetery, which is often said to be one of the most haunted cemeteries in the United States. I've heard it called the most haunted on mm-hmm. several TV shows. So, and when you're talking cemeteries, I mean, you don't get much more haunted than that. Right. Uh, I think all cemeteries are haunted to a certain degree. I don't think there's one out there that doesn't have a spirit roaming somewhere. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> The headstones at Bachelors Grove Cemetery date back as far as the early part of the 17th century. 1600s, duh, you kids out there. Although it was not officially consecrated as a burial ground until 1844. There are persistent reports that satanic rituals are conducted in the abandoned cemetery even to this day. Which, of course, just serves to add more fuel to the creepy stories that are linked to the place. Great. Orbs. (laughs) Orbs. That's one of mm-hmm. my favorite words. Orbs, Orbs are a common occurrence, not only in photographs and videos, but also seen with the naked eye. People often describe seeing red streaks of light flitting between the headstones with no explanation as to what it could be. There are also several spirits known to haunt the cemetery, but the two most well-known would be the White Lady and Young Boy. And mm-hmm. White Lady is more referring to the clothes than the skin color. Although... <laughs> He does look pretty pale in the pictures I've seen. Mm-hmm. The young boy has been heard crying out about a lost silver coin. 
Interestingly enough, in 2006, an investigation was conducted and a well-known psychic is said to have gone into a trance-like state and walked into a knee-deep muddy pond where he bent down and instantly retrieved a 1942 walking Liberty half-dollar from the bottom of the pond. Since then, it seems that the little boy's ghost has not made any more appearances. Perhaps he just wanted to find his coin all along. Or maybe somebody kicked the crybaby out. We don't know. The white lady has actually been dubbed the Madonna of Bachelor's Grove. She appears on top of one of the tombstones and looks out towards the thick woods close to the cemetery. Yeah, she sits on a tombstone that looks like a box, pretty much. Uh, and it's got some sort of design on Sorry, the side. Sorry, uh, cough in my throat there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still However, laughing about the kicking the crybaby out. Sorry. Yeah. Get that kid out of here. <laughs> However, by far the strangest ghost stories that have been linked to Bachelors Grove Cemetery is the tale of the ghost house. Mm-hmm. A large manor is said to appear from time to time and has even shown up in some photographs. However, whenever you get close to the house, it vanishes into thin air. Oh. Now, I've heard of that story, and that's the main reason I want to go there. Because mm-hmm. I've talked to people who have seen it. It's up Ooh. on a raised piece of property near the cemetery. It's not actually in the cemetery. Mm-hmm. Uh, look on a hill. And uh, sometimes they've actually seen it just disappear. Hmm. <laughs> it's not like they turned around and then turned back and it was gone. They were looking at it while it disappeared. So, yeah, I want to see that myself. and make So the Stickney Mansion? <laughs> yeah, we could go there, too. Yeah. Uh, that, that, that sounds like a good time. Anything mm-hmm. where you've got the creep factor, uh, I think we ought to go to places like this and uh, do a live show, you know? Oh, yeah. A little little bit of live show, and, you know, if there's anything creepy going on, we could talk about it. Mm-hmm. You'll yeah. all be there listening as we talk about it. You'll hear it right as it's happening. That oh, yeah. be you'll fun. He- you'll hear all sorts of haunting noises <laughs> in real time. <laughs> Yep, that'll for sure be me, but it'll be followed up with some like, oh, extra additions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I overtrusted that fart. Yeah. <laughs> no, I should have brought a knew I should have brought an extra pair of pants. Damn it. Yeah, I'm bringing depends on that trip. <laughs> Ew. We're going Nasty. in there loaded, so to speak. <laughs> Coming out fully <laughs> packed. Yeah. <laughs> We're packing. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, be professional, damn it. <laughs> well, when you're talking about packing your pants, I can't help yeah. it. <laughs> I'll have to bring some suspenders for the extra load. <laughs> I can just <laughs> I got a mental picture of you waddling out there. Oh yeah. I fully was packing and now I'm packing even more. <laughs> We're packing. Uh, that would be a good time. Might be stinky, yeah. but it'll oh, be a good time. One other thing. <laughs> one other thing to all you listeners out there. Uh, bachelors-grove.com is a pretty cool website dedicated to Bachelors Grove Cemetery. It's got uh, discussion groups, forums. Um, they have pictures there. They talk about the pictures. People have their input. And some of it's pretty... <laughs> You know, interesting. So you might want to check that out. 
I mm-hmm. I've enjoyed it. Thoroughly. Yeah. That's my report. That was exquisite, thank you. you I had bad. a good laugh. A good laugh <laughs> out of packing my pants. Yeah. <laughs> but that's all we have for today, folks. Thanks again for tuning back in, and we will talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. Hey there, listeners. Is a busy schedule, countless work hours, or just life in general getting in the way of a good read? Well, we've got something special for you. Thanks to our sponsor and partner, Audible, all of you can get a free, yes, that's right, free audiobook if you sign up for Audible's monthly audiobook subscription and use our link in the description box below or visit http colon double forward slash www.audibletrial.com forward slash depth of darkness. You'll not only have access to thousands of amazing audiobooks at an insanely good price, but you'll also be supporting our podcast. It's a win-win for everybody. And if you decide to discontinue the monthly subscription, it's no hassle at all. Audible even lets you keep your free audiobook and other books you have in your library. How awesome is that? So head on over to Audible by clicking the link below and get yourself started off with a free audiobook today.